Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel, and boy, do we have an interesting question this week. You realize, of course, that you're asking a technology question from somebody who is by all accounts a dinosaur. I'm the guy that misses the yellow legal pad and number two pencil. So here's the question. What other threats should distributors be keeping an eye on beyond the obvious Amazons of the world? What are you hearing technology-wise, innovation-wise, that could potentially shake things up for ASA members down the line? So here we go. Amazon, of course, has changed the way people shop. And it has changed the way businesses shop. It's changed the way consumers shop. So is there anything else that alters how people do their buying Possibly. I mean, really, it's a further expansion of the Amazon approach. I mean, it's taking the online aspect of, of interaction as far as it will go. There are certain limitations, of course, to online. There are certain things that people do not want to purchase without having seen them. But many of the B2B applications, that's not a real common situation until the products involved are expensive. I think what it comes down to for a lot of the distributors and a lot of the people who are at ASA is that relationships matter. And the thing that the technology offers can't provide are those relationships. I mean, anyone who's done business on Amazon or anything else, it's pretty impersonal. I mean, there's all this discussion about, you know, we'll try to track your purchases and try to be helpful. And you can always look at other people's comments, but we know that those are not as reliable as they should be. I mean, I remember distinctly buying a happy little bunny book for a grandchild and being reminded like every three weeks of a new happy little bunny book. Look, people, I bought it once. I'm not going to buy it over and over and over again. We also know that there's less than reliable commentary on a lot of the products because people have found ways to fudge it. So it's it's got its limitations. For people that are in the business that you're in, B2B, it's still going to come down to the ability to work with customers. They're at least as interested in the after sale as they are in the sale itself, if not more. So the biggest threat maybe is going to be more and more reliance on the sort of zoom approach we have learned now to do a lot of interacting without physically being there we can do the zoom call we can do multiple people in a zoom call but it has limitations too and i don't know if that's just me being a dinosaur or what but i want to see the whole person i want to see their interactions. I want to have the ability to be informal. None of that is easy to do on a Zoom call. Down the road, I think probably the biggest innovations will be in the supply chain. The supply chain has been seriously undermined in the last year. The just-in-time system isn't what we thought it would be. It's, it's creaking. And there's going to be replacements to a degree. There's going to be a lot more interaction in terms of onshoring and nearshoring and trying to shorten that supply chain. So maybe the big innovation is trying to get a more direct relationship between buyer and seller and bringing it almost back to what it used to be. So it's kind of an innovation in reverse. Instead of 
really emphasizing globalization and all that sort of, of distance type work, it's bringing it back home. And I don't know quite how to categorize that. I don't know if that's an intellectual exercise, if it's an innovative exercise, if it's just a reaction to the last couple of years, if it's not really that permanent. Certainly something to be to be made aware of. The other innovations are probably going to be along the lines of finance. It's going to be easier and easier to access money. It's going to be easier and easier to transfer money. Nothing really dramatic, because a lot of that innovation has taken place already, but I think it'll get even more common. And then beyond that, it's just the stuff that we see every day in terms of marketing. You know, how do you sell? How do you find ways to communicate what you have to your potential customer? Are they willing to look at videos of things? Are they willing to have Zoom sales calls? All those sorts of things. It's a lot of conversation about what the future of the trade show is. What I've observed this year is that people really miss the trade show and have come back in in significant numbers. They're, there's just a lot of things you can't do as a salesperson in a Zoom environment. You can't build that rapport that you can when you're face-to-face -face with people. So take it for what it's worth. I mean, like I said, this is coming from somebody who's been dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century and and i mean for crying out loud i remember party lines so if that doesn't date me i don't know what does thanks again for listening and next week maybe i'll get a question about you know nuclear fusion which i'm equally adept at dodging thanks